What is a credit score? What goes into a credit score? Why is a credit score so important? How can I improve my credit score? Oh my gosh, credit scores. That's what we are talking about today. Welcome back to ADHD Money Talk, the show that empowers dynamic ADHD brains to take control over their money in order to stress less, live a more enriching life, and open up new and amazing possibilities. I am your humble and very ADHD host, Dave DeWitt. And today, we are going to talk about credit scores. Credit scores. We ADHDers, on average, do have worse credit scores than everybody else. This is the unfortunate truth, and whether it's because time blindness is leading us to missed bill payments, you know, when you have all those collections that are kind of calling you, or impulsive spending leaving us with high credit card balances, ADHD makes managing our money more difficult. And it's not because we're stupid or lazy or dumb. No, it's because we have legitimately different wiring. We have faulty executive functioning, and that makes our money struggles a real and valid and true legitimate struggle that we have to learn to deal with in ways that work for our unique brain wiring. But in the meantime, while we are trying to figure out all of these systems and strategies that work for us, our credit scores might be lower, and that's going to hurt us in some ways. But it's okay because we are strong and resilient, and we can make them go back up and stay up, and that way you can be closer to affording that car or that house. So today, let's talk about credit scores, let's talk about what they are, why it's important, and also super annoying, and talk about tips to repair your credit score and tips to keep it repaired. Your credit score is that score that three-digit number that lenders use to judge you on your credit worthiness and how reliable you are. Yes, your financial reliability in the eyes of the current financial system boils down to a number. How fun is that? And the better your number, the better interest rates you will be able to secure on various forms of debt that most modern citizens will use at some point in their lives, like car loans, credit cards, and mortgages. So in order to understand this crazy credit score that thinks it knows you so well, you need to understand the thing it comes from, your credit report. Companies called credit bureaus, think Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, they collect information from the various lenders you have done business with to create a sort of credit history that will be found on this credit report. The information in this report includes things like the various debt accounts you have, how old they are, the maximum you can borrow, the interest rates, late payments, delinquent accounts, collections, all these things. And it's super fun stuff. So fun, like so amazingly fun. And the less blemishes you have on this report, the better your score. And so all this information is run through some fancy mathematical equations to come up with that all-knowing three-digit number, usually ranging from 300 to 850, and this is your credit score. So anytime you apply for debt in any form whatsoever, these companies will deliver the report to the lender, and then they decide your fate. Now, you are entitled to three free credit reports each year from the three major credit bureaus, like I mentioned before. So you can visit annualcreditreport.com to request them, and each bureau might have a different score for you, but there should not be much variation. And if there is, it's very important to make sure you look over your report to make sure there are no errors. This is actually something that you ought to do at least once a year because unfortunately, mistakes are not that uncommon and they can really, really hurt your credit score. And I know that's just not gonna happen. 
That's what your brain is saying right now. Yeah, check it once a year. Yeah, okay. So rather than actually pretend like we're going to check it every single year, well, let's just like sign up for Credit Karma for free and they will alert you when changes happen to your credit so you can at least be passively reminded to check in here and there. Make sure nothing suspicious gets onto your report damaging your life, really, because if you can't buy the house you want or the car because some unknown suspicious things on your credit report that some how got onto your report, then we want to make sure we do something about that because you deserve what you deserve, okay? So what makes up your credit score? There are five factors. Let's talk about them. All right, the first thing that makes up your credit score is payment history, which makes up 35% of your credit score. This is simply your history of making on-time payments. Of course, whenever you take out debt, the only thing the lender cares about is getting the money back. And so if you frequently miss payments, it is going to certainly hurt your score. The longer you take to make a payment, the more it can hurt as well. So if you're only 30 days late on a payment, paying it right away will be a lot better than letting it sit for another three months or worse, longer. Okay, the next thing is amounts owed, and that makes up 30% of your score. This is basically looking at your ratio of the amount owed versus the total credit available to you. As a rule of thumb, you want to keep your credit usage or your credit utilization ratio below 30% of the total amount of credit available to you. So if you have a credit card with a $10,000 limit, and that's the only sort of credit you have, you would always want to carry a balance of less than $3,000 month to month, and ideally lower, and pay it off each month if you possibly can. That would indeed be ideal. The type of debt counts too. Having $300,000 in a mortgage will not hurt nearly as much as having $50,000 in credit card debt because the interest rate is going to be a lot higher and you're going to be making much higher payments than you would be on the mortgage. The next factor is length of credit history. This accounts for 15% of your score. So someone who has made on-time payments on a credit card for 10 years straight is more reliable in the eyes of creditors than someone who has only been doing this for six months. It doesn't matter if you will do it for 10 years. It matters what the truth is, which is that you've only been for six months. So just in the eyes of the people that make up these things, that is the way it is. So with this, it is important to not go crazy opening and closing accounts because this will never allow your average age of account to grow gray hair and become wise and become good for your score. This is also why it is important to not close credit cards just because you stopped using one because the age of the account will still help your score. And also, if you close a credit card account, if you stop using one, that lowers your total available credit and that lowers or raises your credit utilization ratio, which like we just said, is not good for your credit score. The next factor is new credit accounts, and this accounts for 10% of your score. So if you've been applying to many new credit accounts over a short period of time, this will hurt your score as it signals to creditors that you may be prone now to quickly increasing your indebtedness and go kind of crazy. Okay, the, the last factor that makes up your credit score, 10% of your score, is the types of credit in use. So having a variety of different types of credit can help your score, like having some in credit cards, some in auto loans, some in mortgages, etc. One thing you should not do, though, is take out debt 
for the sole purpose of trying to increase this factor and increase your score. It is not important enough to do that and the offsetting negatives of having more debt may overpower whatever positive benefit you get from this. That's what makes up your credit score, those things. So all the tips involved in keeping your credit score high relate to making sure that you are obeying the masters, which is these five things. But why is having a credit score that is good important anyways? Like, why is it truly important? Well, it's important because money, 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 money. It saves you a lot of money because you get lower interest rates on the things that you want to get and do. For example, if you have a credit score between 501 and 600, you are considered subprime when it comes to getting a car loan. And the average interest rate you would get for a car loan if your interest if your credit score is between this range of 501 to 600, the average interest rate you would get for a used car loan is 17%. If you have a prime credit score between 661 and higher, then the average interest rate for a used car is 5.58%. Let's call it 5.5%. And so let's say the used car that you want costs $20,000 and you are in the subprime. So you're getting the $20,000 loan, you're putting no money down for 17% interest. Well, over the course, and it's a six-year term loan, so there's going to be 72 monthly payments. Over the course of that six years, you are going to pay $32,000 for your $20,000 car. Now, if you are in the prime category and you're getting the 5.5% interest rate over the six years, you are going to pay a total of $23,500. So you are going to pay basically $9,000 less by having a good credit score. Now, what would 9,000 extra dollars in your pocket do for you over the course of six years? Of course, you might spend it all, which is, I guess, okay. Or maybe you would save it all or invest it all and really kickstart your financial future. So just saying that is really the point of having a good credit score is it simply saves you money and allows you to afford things that are going to increase your standard of living, increase your ability to save and invest for your future, and all of this good stuff. I mean, it can truly be the difference between being able to afford your first home or an upgrade to your home and not. And that's a big deal for a lot of people. That's a huge goal for so many of the people that I talk to. And so if you have a poor credit score, then this is something that you definitely want to focus on because it's going to really help you get to where you want to be. Now, we have to talk about things that we actually want to do then to help increase your credit score and help it stay increased. So let's talk about things you should do and things you should avoid as well. Let's talk about some things to avoid. What are some mistakes that you might be making right now that are not helping you in your journey to a better credit score? The first thing is only making minimum payments. So if you only make minimum payments on credit card debt, then you're never really going to pay off that debt. It's going to take forever. If you are someone who has a higher credit utilization, meaning you have higher balances and you're only paying off your debt using the minimum payments, like on credit cards, then you're not going to make a ton of progress with your credit score. In fact, I don't think you'll really move the needle at all. The next mistake is missing payments. So if you're missing payments, it's a problem. Let's just be totally blunt about that. In this day and age, Missing a payment 
when you have the money to make the payment is really not an excuse anymore. And even for us ADHDers, it's not an excuse because it will only take you about five minutes to set up automatic payment to pay off bills that can be paid auto. Now for bills that can't be paid auto, you have to set up multiple reminders and you know you best. So set up whatever it takes to make it so that you remember to pay off whatever bill is causing you problems. Now, if it's a matter of you not having enough money to pay the bills because you're actually stretched so thin that you're actually struggling in that way, that is a different conversation. And that is where you have to look at ways you can pull back and figure out what is really causing the problem. Is it is it too much spending? Is it living too much lifestyle? Like we've talked about before with lifestyle creep, you have to determine what is causing this because otherwise it's gonna be hard to make progress. Another no-no is taking out cash advances. There's really no scenario where taking out a cash advance is a good idea. And so don't do it because it's gonna immediately start accruing interest. There's usually a fee for it. It also is one of those things where once you do it once, and because guys, I have done this before and it was never a good idea for me. About five or six years ago, I did do this a couple of times when I wanted cash fast and I didn't need the cash fast. I wanted it for something stupid most likely. So don't take out cash advances. It's not going to help you in your goals. Another thing you don't want to do is max out your credit card because maxing out your credit cards means that you're using up all your credit, which is, like we said before, one of the main things that makes up your credit score is how much of your credit you are using, your credit utilization. So we want to keep that below 30%. And if you're maxing out your credit cards, we don't want to do that. And you already know that. Another thing you don't want to do is applying for new credit cards too often because applying for new credit cards too often means that when your credit is run, uh, they're going to see that you keep applying for new credit cards and new debt. So that is a no-no because it accounts for your score and you just don't want to do that. If you are doing that, I mean, clearly it signals there's something going on in your life or there's something going on where you, you're you just wanting to to get something or you're in a pinch, you have an emergency going on. So, I mean, only under the most rare emergencies uh, should you be trying to find additional credit that you don't need. Another thing you don't want to do, which is related to that last point, is taking on unnecessary credit. So you don't want to be taking out credit that you don't need. It's just not going to be worth it and it's going to hurt your credit score. And if you're trying to improve your credit score, then you really won't be doing this anyways. I have faith that you will not be doing this if you are truly trying to increase your credit score. And another thing is not checking your credit report. You don't want to be blissfully unaware of negative things going on in your credit report that are causing you issues. Because, you know, if you just ignore all those collectors that are finding their way onto your credit report, it's very easy to ignore and avoid it but it's going to cause serious long-term damage to your credit and make it way harder to recover your credit score once you really start trying. So make sure you do find a way to check into your credit report and make sure that you are at least aware of what's going on because being aware of what's going on is going to at least let in the appropriate amount of anxiety that hopefully kicks you in the butt to do something about it the first step, whatever the first step is to do something about it do it, set aside an entire day and just tackle one by one calling and figuring out what is going on with those collections and those things on your credit report that you're not sure why they're there or what they are doing there. It's very important. And once you clean that up once, you'll be so much better off going forward. 
remember, don't close credit cards when you are done using them or if you don't want to use a credit card anymore. You don't necessarily want to close it because it's actually going to hurt your credit score because it, one, raises your credit utilization because you've now decreased the numerator or you know the, the total amount of credit that is available to you and you've kept the denominator, the actual amount of debt you're carrying, the same, which creates a higher percentage of your credit that you are using up. So you don't want to close accounts. And also, if you close accounts, then you are decreasing the average age of all of your accounts, assuming that you're closing an account that is a long-term account you've had for a long time that has an old age. If you're closing an account you opened last year, it's only one year old, that may not actually be bad for your credit score. But the bigger the bigger issue here is the credit utilization. And that's why you don't want to close a credit card account. Just cut up the card, put the card somewhere you can't find it, do something else to make it so that you won't use it, delete it from all of your shopping websites and stuff, get rid of it in all the places that you could be tempted to use it. Just don't close the actual account. And now let's talk about what to do to improve your credit score. And I'm going to just focus on the two most important things, okay? The two most important things are payment history. If you have a weak payment history of missed bills and stuff, make sure you stop doing that. From this day forward, you're not going to miss a single bill again because that's going to help your credit score dramatically in fairly short order too, as long as you don't have too much of a negative history. Otherwise, it might take longer, but still, this is so important. It's 35% of your score is made up by payment history. Setting up automatic payments is going to be crucial, okay? It's so, so crucial. And it'll also help kickstart and get you going into other parts of your financial journey in in terms of budgeting and all of that. By having automatic payments set up, you're one step closer to a really solid budgeting system where everything is being paid for automatically and everything left over is you, free money for you to spend. Okay, now the other thing is your credit utilization. So if you have a lot of debt and maxed out credit cards, then for you, it's going to be all about that debt payment plan. So go back to the episode and listen to the one about how to pay off debt. I believe that was the episode from February 7th called Credit Cards and ADHD Go Together Like Forks and Power Outlets, which is true. They do go together like forks and power outlets in general. So we want to stay away from credit cards, especially once we pay them off. But we want to use either the snowball method or the avalanche method to get a debt payment plan going and start aggressively paying off debt because that's going to make your credit score go up by far the fastest. So if you are able to pay off a significant chunk of your debt quickly, you're going to see your credit score go in a straight line up. I can practically guarantee that for you. Okay. So those are the two things to focus on with improving your credit score. The other factors usually take care of themselves as long as you don't Keep opening up new cards. Don't close accounts. If you just do those two things and then just focus on these two things, you're going to be good, okay? And then last thing I want to talk about is just remembering the big picture. The big picture, why are you doing this? Remember, it's for your future. It's for your future self to feel good about your past self and how your past self treated your future self. And you're going to have a much more vibrant life and you're going to be able to wake up feeling less stressed about money. You're going to be able to have more freedom, more security, You're going to feel good about yourself. At the end of the day, it's important to remember that you are worthy of wealth. You're worthy of having money. You absolutely are. And I'm telling you this, I know you are. We've all had struggles. We've all felt down. We've all felt like we're not worthy, but we are. 
with all of that said, I'm going to sign off now. I look forward to talking with you again next week. All right, guys, take care.